What's the state of information assurance education as we head into 2011? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking again with Professor Eugene Spafford from Purdue University. Gene, thanks so much for joining me today. Glad to be here. So in terms of information assurance education, what are your thoughts? Are we better off as we head into 2011 than we were a year ago coming into 2010? I think overall we're perhaps a little bit better uh a little bit better off. We have a little bit more emphasis on the field. It's clear that there are some greater needs, a little bit more attention on what's going on. What's different today for better or for worse in information assurance education than we've seen over say the past 5 years? There appears to be a little bit more focus, both from industry and government, on the need for uh, students getting some education in this arena. There is a greater demand for some uh, well-trained students. Uh, there appears to be some greater attention being placed on resources being brought to bear to develop educational programs. Uh, we haven't seen them filter into the educational environment yet. So I wouldn't say that the resources are there, but there's greater attention, there's a little bit more hope going on, there's been a little bit more movement in that direction. Uh, so the trend is positive and there's a greater awareness. So we're moving in the right direction. Well, that was something I wanted to ask you about because we hear an awful lot about a national emphasis on cybersecurity, but how does that trickle down to education? Well, over the last year or so, I've seen a number of high-level and medium-level workshops. Uh, there have been conferences, a number of people talking about how best to integrate information into the curricula, um, how do we teach this information. People in industry have stepped forward, uh, expressing a strong commitment to hire people in this area. We've had people in Washington talking about need for putting in resources. So the awareness has increased, and that's good. What we haven't really seen yet are resources. We haven't seen industry step forward and provide uh, equipment. We haven't seen them provide really the training uh, into higher education. Uh, or provide the kinds of things that would allow people uh, to affordably retrain um, from from industry. Uh, we haven't seen government provide funding to increase the uh, number of students going through programs or to increase the resources in classrooms to get the training. Uh, so that's a problem. And I'm not sure when we might see that, given some of the current budget woes and some of the political maneuvering going on over the budget. Um, so the awareness is there, but the resources to back it up may be a problem. Jim, let's talk about students entering the field today. It strikes me that they're more technologically savvy than any that we've seen, and certainly social media has made them more connected than any we've seen. How do you characterize people that are coming into information assurance and education now? Interesting mix. We have students who are much more comfortable with the technology. They seem to uh, be much more familiar with 
how components can be used. Uh, they're much more comfortable with uh, adopting new technology. However, at the same time, they are also uh, much more accepting of privacy-invasive forms of technology, uh, less aware of some of the dangers of uh, new and untested technologies, and not as aware of some of the low-level issues of how technology works. So they're very familiar with high-level web applications, for instance, but relatively ignorant of low-level issues of how those web technologies are implemented or how low-level issues of wireless actually behave, and therefore where some of the vulnerabilities might exist in those technologies. Now, you talked about the three sectors that really need to work together, education, business, and government. As we look to 2011, where do each of those sectors really need to step up to give us the, I guess, the incremental growth that we want to see? Education, business, government, what do they have to do? Well, I think education is certainly moving in the right direction, um, is willing to participate. Uh, we have an interest in providing the kinds of education necessary. Um, a lot of that has to do with getting the students necessary to, to uh, educate, to fill the roles, uh, and having the employers at the back end willing to hire them. Um, education really can't manufacture the students or the jobs to put those students into, and so that's really a concern. Um, business at the back end has to be willing to hire students and to uh, state a preference for students who get the kind of training that uh, uh, is uh, is going to demonstrate that they understand how to produce quality code, takes issues of privacy and security into account, rather than simply doing the sort of quick and flashy web programming. Uh, that often leads to security problems and privacy violations. And therein has uh, been some of the problems over the last few years. It's easy to hire students who know how to do something you know, really quick and, and uh, um, very um, uh, flashy at the front end, but um, it takes a, a lot of effort to train them how to do things correctly, and we need to have business show a preference for that kind of student. Um, for the ones who are involved in the security businesses, we need them to partner some with the education, uh, the educational sector and make sure that we do have the appropriate kinds of equipment, uh, security equipment uh, and software to train the students so that they're getting the right background. And from the government side, instead of imposing regulations uh, about what students should have. It would be a, a much better approach to make sure that we have the resources necessary to um, be educating the students. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, over the last year, there were a number of bills introduced into Congress that were talking about uh, imposing training regulations but weren't providing the necessary resources to help build up the educational infrastructure. That really is going to have to come first. Um, and I'm hoping that the next Congress 
uh, is in a position to actually be providing resources for education across the board rather than trying to build in uh, uh, new regulations. Gina, last question for you. For someone entering the field today and, and looking toward 2011 as a way to launch an information security career, what advice would you give them? I think the advice I give is similar to uh, what I've been giving over the past few years. The focus really on anyone going into this area is focus on how to build and understand quality software. Don't focus simply on security, but understand how to build software that that works, that is robust, that doesn't have errors. Understand on making things that work, that people want, that um, that that is going to uh, operate under different kinds of environments where security and privacy are some of the properties uh, that the goal isn't going to be building something that is first uh, the first one done or the fastest to finish, but something that is going to be solid, something that you can take pride in that's going to continue to work. Um, craftsmanship is is always valuable, and that is building a skill set that's going to last for a long time and is going to be valuable in the long run. Um, than just learning how to slap something together. Uh, this is a field that's going to continue to grow and have value over the years, and uh, investing the time up front is going to be well worth it uh, in the long run. Gene, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. We've been talking about information assurance education. We've been talking with Professor Eugene Spafford with Purdue University. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.